0: (laughs) Mark Stevens has joined us. How are you, steve Yeah,
1: good to be here. Plenty happening in footy as usual, Uh, Michael. So, the headline story at the moment is in AFLW. So, uh, one of the biggest names in footy uh, in the women's perspective, Chloe Malloy. Mm. Now, we're waiting for this to happen officially. It's just come in. So, she's crossed to Sydney on uh, what we believe is a five-year deal. So, this is the opening of the priority sign and trade period. What kind of money are we talking about? Well, we... Half last week suggested on Breakfast with Half is about 250 a year. So this would be the biggest deal in the history of the AFLW. And I ed- think that would include a bit of marketing, uh, figurehead type Sydney promotions, maybe some work on Fox in Sydney.
0: Because 250 and how many games is the AFLW season?
1: It's short. It's about 9 or 10, 12 around that area. I'm not sure exactly how long it is this year, but, uh, yeah, good it's, it's, it's good money, but they deserve it as marquee players. And the issue is, uh, Michael, that, uh, you know, these rusted-on Collingwood fans, they get used to players. It's t- probably too much movement in AFLW, too many good players moving around. They need to do this to strengthen the uh, fledgling clubs. This is Sydney's second season coming up, but it's, it's a big blow to Collingwood. So Chloe Malloy, really, uh, she's a former Rising Star winner and uh, one of the
0: guns of the competition gone from the Magpies. Yeah. And it's a fledgling competition, but there doesn't seem to be the same kind of, I don't know, loyalty is there? I don't think there's any loyalty in the AFLW. I think
1: there's still a little bit in the men's. Everyone bounces around. They have to bounce around for the cash. I think in in the men's, obviously, the average wage is a lot higher, you know, four hundred and thirty odd 1000 so you can get by. But uh, I don't think there's any loyalty in women's footy at all which is a little bit of a concern but they have to look after
0: themselves they're only semi professional and they have to get what they can now if you missed it a little earlier we don't have the audio unfortunately but you made a a very extravagant call about the bulldogs you said that it's the best list they've ever had
1: well, i think in my time of following the club so i think it's well, more it's t- almost 60 <laughs> yeah not quite but it's uh, certainly more talented i think than the 216 premiership Side that doesn't mean it's going to win the Premiership, but just on paper, the way it's set up with uh, key backs, key forwards, midfields, ruck. Uh, if you look at the say the 16 side, there are weaknesses there. You know they sort of had a, half a makeshift for ruckman going in. Uh, they didn't have a really a tall forward line. They they cobbled things together, but uh, I think on paper they look pretty good. So there's a lot,
0: There's no excuses. Put it that way. It was great to hear Ross Lyon on with half this morning on Brecky. And I know there's a lot of frustrated St Kilda supporters out there. They have been for a long time. Do you think we'll see any material uh, improvement in, in Ross's first year back?
1: I think it's going to be a holding pattern year, a look and wait and see year. And he, he's preaching patience. You can just tell the way he's talking. It's a long game. He's having a bit of a look. Uh, I don't think it's going to be an instant spike. I think they'll be more competitive straight away in, in some of the second efforts, defensive efforts, et cetera. But... Uh, He's not going to be able to turn it around too quickly. There's a few holes in the list there. So he couldn't really say when Max King would be back. Mm. Uh, They're taking a long-term view on him. They've just got to get him right. So sort of round seven and eight. Inferred that uh, Tim Membry probably in doubt too for round one. The other interesting thing he said was um, the length of breaks after season, Michael. He just dropped that in at the end. He dropped it in at the end. Now, the reason I haven't run the grab is I'm still trying to work out how to fix this. Because he, he's put it there as an issue saying that, well, we had five weeks off longer than, say, the team, the Geelong that won the grand final because we finished earlier. And he says that's a disadvantage. So he's saying that uh, we're, we're sort of five weeks behind. And um, he's going to talk to Gil about a way of fixing that. So how do you But fix I can't that? come up with a solution. Well, Mikey, can, you're a smart man. Can you come up with a way that he said every team should have the same break? He might be inferring that perhaps St Kilda should be able to start playing practice games a bit earlier, get uh, more prepared. But in past uh, years, Michael, people have been seeing that as an advantage, maybe having more time off, getting more pre-season training in and really relaunching. But uh, he seems to think that, obviously, that
0: the shorter the break, the better, just keep flowing through. So that's a long time off for a team that gets... Mm knocked out and doesn't play finals. You're saying... Um, well, they do come back earlier. That's right. But you're saying if you want everyone to be in the same boat, those other teams shouldn't come back earlier than the than the mm. premiership teams? Yeah.
1: Well, I can't work out a solution. Ross might have one, but I've been racking my brain. I know, Mikey Velisaris, you're a smart football operator. Is <laughs> there a compromise? Smart.
0: But haven't we, in the past, premiership-winning teams have said that they've had a, their break has been too short? Mm-hmm. So can't you mandate as a club that your players come back earlier, do intra-clubs while the other teams are still playing? Can't you mandate that as a club-by-club basis? I think in the enterprise bargaining agreement for the players, they have to be given a certain amount of time off every year.
1: My only solution would be, as I said, maybe practice matches earlier for the teams knocked out. So they get a bit of a... So they have their break, and they can say play intra clubs a little bit earlier. Get maybe start a bit of a head start in that regard, because he says it's too long off. But always got something interesting. You just threw that in at the end. It's certainly one worth following up. The other interesting story at the moment's in Tassie. We're trying to get this stadium at Macquarie Point. Well, the Tasmanian RSLs now involved. This is a, a mm-hmm. hurdle. Uh, there's a cenotaph down there that they're saying has been there for a 100 years uh, commemorating Tassie's fight for freedom and justice, a place to reflect, stop and think. They're saying it's a sacrosanct uh, place and trouble is that's at Macquarie Point. I don't know exactly where it is. It might be on the half-forward flank of the new <laughs> ground. So this is an issue that they're saying we don't want the stadium. They're a powerful lobby group, the RSL in Tassie, so they don't want the stadium built at Macquarie Point. Well, is there any other option? Will you have to move uh, the cenotaph? which I'm not sure whether that's the right thing to do. No. So it's just another hurdle for the AFL as they try to get the funding. Of course, Anthony Albanese, uh, they're looking to get $240 million from him. It's his 60th birthday tomorrow, Elbow, so perhaps he might be able to get it done then. He's too busy fiddling with the super. If you've got more than $3 million in super, you get affected. I'm not sure it's affecting me at this stage, Michael. Perhaps you, but certainly not myself. No,
0: no, we're not uh, in that league. Don't worry about that. Mikey, maybe. Hey, um... I'm in trouble here, boys, yep. Is... <laughs> Is Gill waiting around to get the the budget the federal budget done and that two hundred and forty million gift to say mm. here is the new team and tagging?
1: Well, it seems to be that the gather round which is round five in Adelaide was to be the farewell, it's probably due to be extended now. I think the the budget is the key for Gill so he can tick off uh, this Tassie arrangement, and by then hopefully they've got the Hawthorne uh, situation done as well. But interesting thing is that Alistair Clarkson hasn't been asked to give evidence or make a submission yet. What are these people doing? I mean, th- th- this story broke grand final week. Uh, they've set up a four-man panel, or four-person panel. They obviously have done some interviews, but you'd think by now Clarko might have been asked to cooperate or do something. It so he's just bizarre. sitting back waiting. So... It's uh, dragging out, but looks like Gill will uh, hang around a bit longer. Andrew Dillon very much in the box seat, the legal
0: counsel, at the moment. And he's he well, put it... can't, uh, and and I mean, uh, Benny Gale, Brendan Gale wants the job. He's put his hand up for mm-hmm. the job. But how can they make an announcement midway through the season that Brendan Gale, if he got the job, is mm-hmm. the new mm-hmm. AFL CEO? He started the season as he French has, Frenchman's but box. it
1: happens, doesn't it? I suppose assistant coaches get poached. CEOs sometimes, move. but so Richmond
0: just has half a season without a. a yeah, I a think boss. they could get by. I think
1: mm. um, someone like a Simon Matthews would fill in for a while, interim, and get by. They're pretty well run the Tigers, but it is yeah, it would be a nuisance. But uh, that's certainly dragging on. And I mentioned Andrew Dillon. They put out a press release yesterday just on changes to the tribunal. They don't want the tribunal to be court procedural like. They want to loosen things up a bit. It's just a footy tribunal. They're saying. And they're saying that because, of course, Cripps got off under a procedural loophole last year where the legal legals got involved. They said that uh, uh, Gleeson, the uh, chairman, gave the wrong advice in the end and they got Cripps off. When you look at it, Cripps was very lucky mm. to have the brown good, good luck to him. But it's, it'll never happen again. So they're, they're saying, look, this is a footy tribunal. Let's loosen up. Too much legal crap, if you yep. like. Um, let's cut to the chase.
0: Well, they are. Uh, you've said in many a tribunal, as oh. I have, uh, it's... It's very hard to stay awake. <laughs> it is very boring. It is. So yeah.
1: procedural fairness, uh, Cripps got off on. But this time they'll have to prove that it actually impacted on the sentence, which is no way it did. A little bit of wrong advice from Jeff Gleeson. Um, it really wasn't an impact. It was a loophole that shouldn't have happened. And uh, Cripps got a brown light. Good luck to him and good luck to Carlton. But it was extraordinary when you look back on it. I was just look, researching it this morning. And at the time, Gil said it was a nonsense mm. that he got off. And of course then he's gone on to win Charlie. I wonder how Corey McKernan's feeling. He's flat. Uh, I reckon yeah. Chris, Grant's Chris Grant still flat too. Yeah.
0: Uh last uh, SMS or the SMS just to say goodbye with. Here's a thought, Ross Lyon. Get us to the finals and you'll also have a shorter break from frustrated Snake <laughs> <Saint laughs> yeah, supporters. Right. Good point. <laughs> Good point. I think he'll
1: be great. He's great to listen to, Ross, isn't he? He, he is. called the he called the new. Mondial, he's,
0: he's got a lot of um. Uh cliches. He likes to roll out.
1: He makes his own up but he creates him. Yeah, he, he called the new stadium down there RSEA Disneyland. <laughs> he said it's that good. So he creates his own jargon at least. Yeah, very good.
0: Uh Steve Oak, so do you. Uh good well, to see. Good. you
1: You live nearby there. Maybe you should get down to Disneyland for a look at
0: training. Well, um we love the old Moravin. It's fantastic. It was the, the happy hunting ground as a child down there. Played little league at Moravin. Right, okay. Were when you part was, of the animal enclosure and it was any... the mud pit. Right, yeah. I was too scared to go near there. But you would have been kid, running we wide. around it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, good on you, Steve. o cheers.